Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, September 9th, 2022. It's Friday, and those words alone put a lot of wind in the sails of people in our society. The thought that, hey, it's Friday, and that alone is means my life is about to get better because the, the work week or the school week is done. But maybe there's many of you thinking, you know what? The fact that it's Friday doesn't really make any help at all because my job actually gets busier on the weekends. Or, you know, I've got some difficult situation in my life right now, and it doesn't care what day of the week it is. And there could be all kinds of reasons why it's Friday is really empty when it comes to actually putting encouragement in your heart and wind really into the sails of your life. But today we want to find some something of real substance, a real wind, a real encouragement. And we're going to see that through a lot of what is said in Romans chapter 15. As we get near the end of the book of Romans, it's going to be helpful for us to, to see some of Paul's closing thoughts and, and even to see this idea of encouragement clearly coming through. We, we see that in the first uh, couple verses, which really go back to the discussion of yesterday of how do Christians deal with disagreements or different opinions within the church. And it says in verse one of Romans 15, we who are strong ought to have, or we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. So just from those first three verses, I want to encourage you, who can you be winding the sails for today? I mean, think about that at verse two again, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. So even there, we know the idea of being a people pleaser at whatever cost and for whatever reason is not healthy. But here's a thought. No, we want to please our neighbors for their good to build them up. That is something that we want to see. So as we think about real substance uh, in encouragement, uh, are you encouragement of substance? And who are you bringing that to? And let the example there be of Christ. Sometimes that encouragement that we bring to others comes at an expense, comes at a cost to ourselves. And the example there is Christ. It cost him. He took on our reproaches uh, so that he could serve us. So this Friday, as you head into this weekend, who are you going to be a substantive encouragement to? And that might take some sacrifice on your part. And then we get, it goes from that into really explaining what verse three, he's quoting from the Old Testament and even how the scriptures themselves should be an encouragement to us. Let's look at the next few verses. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance And through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance 
and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. But there, it kind of ends on that same note of, hey, who are you encouraging? And there should be that unity and real substantive encouragement that comes from that. But in the middle there, there is that thought of the scriptures. And the scriptures should bring us endurance. The scriptures should bring us encouragement. And the scriptures should bring us hope. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the reasons why we're doing revival from the Bible. Uh, This is why we put out a reading plan to help people read through the whole Bible in a year. This is why we do a podcast about it six days a week to help people get more out of God's word, because we want you to be encouraged. We want you to have endurance. These are important things. And and the Bible gives us that. And notice here, it's highlighting even that this is true of the whole Bible, including the Old Testament. It is meant to help us have hope endurance, and encouragement. And really, that's who God is. Verse 5, me, the God of endurance and encouragement. That's how he's described. He is a God of endurance and encouragement. So the fact that it's Friday may mean nothing to you, but I hope the scriptures mean something to you. I hope God means something to you. And I hope there is some level of meaningful fellowship in your life that will encourage you and that you can be an encouragement to others. And we see more of Paul's heart uh, as we go through the rest of this chapter. But again, one more note of encouragement, a good prayer for yourself or for those close to you uh, today would be that verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Uh, Let that be an encouragement to you that we serve a God of hope and he brings joy and peace and we have the Holy Spirit so we may abound in hope. We live in a very dark world and it is easy to get discouraged by all the wickedness that we see around us by failures even within the the church and much that gets even promoted in the name of Christianity today is not matching up with the Bible. So whether you're looking at the culture, whether you're looking at the, the greater church, there's a lot that can lead you to be discouraged. But discouragement is not where the believer should live in this life. Even though there's plenty of earthly reasons to be discouraged, but because we serve a God of hope, because we have the Holy Spirit, because we have the Holy Scriptures, we can have joy and peace and abound in hope. And those are things that our world needs to see because it is a discouraging place. It seems like it's getting darker every day and the world needs to see people that have joy and peace and hope because of God, because of his word. We want to see more people experience true revival from the Bible. 
And then Paul gets to his plans and you'll notice he's writing this letter and he has not been to Rome yet. We'll soon get to more of his journeys towards Rome in the book of Acts. And even that, notice that he wants to go to Rome, but you already know if you've read through the Bible, how he's going to get there, not on some missionary journey. He's going to get there as a prisoner. And we'll talk more about that at Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley this weekend. But you see his heart for the Romans. You see his heart to spread the gospel. Uh, He says in verse 20, and thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, unless I build on someone else's foundation. And that's why he wants to keep traveling. He wants to keep preaching so that the gospel can spread. That is his desire. And that's another thing that we should see from our reading today uh, in Romans 15. Uh, Let's turn now to the Old Testament today, where we'll be looking at 2 Kings 14 and 2 Chronicles 25. One of the main figures we'll see in these chapters is King Amaziah, who reigns in Judah. And in 2 Kings 14, we get a briefer account of his reign, but we, uh, we, we see that, that there's ways he follows the Lord, but he does not remove the high places. And uh, one thing that we see is he challenges the, the king of Israel uh, and to, to really to war, and he loses. It does not go well with him, but we find out a lot more about why, and we get deeper into the meaning in Second Chronicles 25. And you'll notice that a lot. You, you do often get more depth about the kings of Judah in the book of Chronicles because it's only focusing on the king of Judah. And it starts off by talking about a victory that Amaziah won, uh, but it has this interesting story about how he he had 300,000 soldiers, but he also hired 100,000 soldiers from Israel. But a prophet says, no, Israel isn't following God. Don't let these soldiers come with you. And Amaziah asks, um, but I already paid them. I, I feel like I'm going to waste. And I love what the prophet says in response to him. It says, the man of God answered, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. And that's just an interesting phrase there that I think you'll find yourselves in some situations in life where you feel like, man, I've wasted something uh, that you know now is gone, but God wants me to do something over here. Let that just be a good reminder to you. The Lord is able to give you much more than this. But unfortunately, after this victory um, over the men of Seir, uh, who are really the Edomites, the descendants of Esau, Amaziah brings back some of their gods. And then it even tells us, uh, it, it also recounts his loss to the king of Israel and how he challenged him. Um, but this gives us the bigger reason. Why did Amaziah lose to the king of Israel? And verse 20 says, but Amaziah would not listen for it was from For it was of God in order that he might give them into the hand of their enemies because they had sought the gods of Edom. So it was because of his idolatry that Israel had that victory over them. So we learned some things there from the reign of King Amaziah. Back in 2 Kings, we read about the king uh, Jeroboam, often referred to as Jeroboam II, because this is not the first Jeroboam, but this is another uh, Jeroboam uh, much farther down the line. And we see even that God is gracious to the people of Israel during this time um, because really of the promises that he's made because of who he is, not because of anything that they had done. And you also see this man mentioned in this 
chapter named Jonah. And so we'll spend some time coming up here reading the book of Jonah together. But now hopefully you have a sense of what what, what else is going on in history here as uh, Jonah takes the scene. But I hope today really does encourage you uh, that in, in spite of just how difficult life can be and how dark the world can be and just the battle you might be having with your own flesh or hard circumstances or just frustration and mourning at the lostness and the evil that is in our world. I hope you were encouraged today by the scriptures. I hope you were encouraged today by who God is, by the fact that we have the Holy Spirit. And I hope you find a way to encourage someone else that we all might have a little more wind in our sails as we seek to follow Christ today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.